With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is episode 74 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I am here with my co-host. Introduce yourself, please. Hi, Miracle Sam. Nice to meet you. Yes, pull the mic a little bit closer to you. I tried. This mic has like its own mind, like... A lot of our guests don't tell us this, but it does fall back all the way over here. Okay. Well, you got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Keep it pull it up, up, up. There you go. I know. All right. We're good? We're trying. It is a Monday for us, it, technically. It, technically. Technically. So you good? Yep. Okay. All right, guys. It is very nice to see you guys again. Mm-hmm. We had the weekend off. It was nice. Uh, what do we got today? We've got box office. We've got mm-hmm. n- Miracle's excited about Nintendo World and given how bad Disney seems to be doing with their parks these days. Well, Nintendo, we missed it. So uh, March 10th was Mario Day. I know, March 10th. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to talk about DC and a bunch of date changes they've got coming up for films. We're going to talk about, we're going to review the Adam Project, which mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I enjoyed a lot. We'll get to that. And then we got Podluck. We got a bunch of stuff. Uh, I just, are you ready to go? Do you yes, want to just let's go, go ahead and we're just going to get right into let's it. Let's go. I'm excited for life. <laughs> for life. All right. First topic of the day is box office breakdown or box office report. Mm-hmm. So this is obviously week two. We're going into just the second week of the Batman coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, not much has changed given that uh, I, I think one of the reasons it's been strategically placed where it is uh, in the box office uh, lineup this year is that it doesn't really have any competition until i believe we talked about what was it that sandra bullock and channing tatum movie called the lost city or something uh right mm-hmm. we talked about that and that's not for a couple of weeks so if we look at the numbers uh purely on it says uh this is from box office pro it says weekend box office for the batman and bts pack is bts are they referring to the band bts hold on the batman and bts pack theaters as domestic market crosses one billion well, we'll just find out. We'll go down through. We'll the figure it out okay. from there. I, I don't know if they're talking. I'm because I just didn't. I just see something in the news recently about BTS performing in in South Korea. I know nothing about them other than I know that people go, that girls go I, crazy for BTS. I'm sorry. I like the original BTS. I don't. Like- I, is there a difference? I, yeah, original BTS. So when they first started, they started as like um, heavy rap band. Like okay. basically, they were into gangster rap and like they were dressed up like how you see like la gangsters would be mm-hmm. but then they switched their whole image and became like this cutesy little pastel voice okay that's what i that's all i i don't i know nothing about them except for teenage girls go nuts for them i don't know okay they're not that attractive sorry don't fight me please i won't all right so warner brother them the the fans mm-hmm. I, i'm not going to fight with her warner brothers gritty reboot reboot of the batman fell 51 percent in its sophomore frame still easily claiming first place with a poultry 66 million dollars given the lack of wide of new wide releases directed by matt reeves and starring robert pattinson as the title character uh, the film experiences a better sophomore frame hold than any other recent movie starring the character. Yeah, that was I, when you came mm-hmm. in. I was doing more research into this yeah. and then realized they included it in the article. Mm-hmm. So I could have just 
read farther down the uh, the article. Okay. Uh, I, when I when I re- initially started doing this, I went straight to when, when we do this box office pro releases like twenty minutes before we start mm-hmm. to record this, and I only had time to really go through the the basic numbers all the way at the bottom. But if we look at this year, so the the drop was fifty one percent, which is uh, not too bad. And I am going to eat crow on something in just a minute. So the Dark Knight fell fifty three percent from week one to week two. The Dark Knight Rises fell sixty one percent from week one to week two, and the Justice league fell 56 percent uh the sophomore frame came on thanksgiving weekend helping its numbers uh they're like making excuses for why it didn't fall more because the yeah. justice league is such a hated movie <laughs> everyone hates that uh, theatrical cut so much and then batman versus superman fell 69 percent. now i will admit mm-hmm. on more than one occasion i've referenced uh websites being what, what i felt was hyperbolic about the drop from week one to week two from uh, batman versus superman and mm-hmm. what i didn't realize is that it was 69 percent and not 59% so I was wrong uh, mm-hmm. on that one I, I thought it had only fell like 59% I'm like it's a lot but it's not like you know world ending for yeah. a movie like that but a near 70% drop is pretty insane from week one to week two so I I mm-hmm. was wrong about that yeah it does happen it's okay it's okay to admit when you're we're wrong. we're human it's exactly so it says the uh, the Batman also notably beat the sophomore frame of December Spider-Man No Way Home which had a 67% drop but is it going to have Spider-Man No Way Home's word of mouth, which has kept it... I think it's finally coming out on digital, like, this mm-hmm. next week. Ooh, uh, that'd on, be fun. On Tuesday. Uh, yeah, that actually might be one that might be worth uh, buying. I mean, eventually it's going to come out on Disney+, Plus, right? Or no, because mm-hmm. it's... Uh, does this one fall under Marvel, or does this one fall under Sony? For... We don't know. Our, I don't know if... Um, I've never looked at Disney+, Plus to see if No Way Home... Or, I'm sorry, if uh, uh, Homecoming... And Far From Home are on Disney+. Plus. No, they're not. They're okay. on Hulu. They are? Yeah. Okay, so they'll end up on Hulu. Mm-hmm. They probably have a contract with them. Like, they can't go to Disney specifically, but they can go to Hulu because it's not... People don't know that Disney... Uh, most mm-hmm. people probably don't know that Disney owns such a large portion of it. Yeah. So it says, however, the comparison may be a bit unfair because Home's second frame came during the peak week for the Omicron variant. Okay, here they go again. Blaming Omicron and blaming COVID mm-hmm. for everything. Well, well, sorry, we're in World War Three now. So uh, does that not affect it? Uh, yeah, no. so... Uh, no, no, seriously, when you think about this, mm-hmm. okay, so, so it says, however, the comparison may be a bit unfair because Holmes' second frame comes during the peak week for Omicron, uh, the Omicron variant of COVID-19, steepening its box office decline. What about gas prices right now? Wouldn't mm-hmm. that steepen decline? People like, I don't even have the money to go put gas in my tank. How the, how the F am I going to afford to go and see a Batman movie? Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's actually too unfair of a comparison mm-hmm. when you really think about it. It says, uh, no subsequent weekend... Now, this is very important to point out for Spider-Man. It says, no subsequent weekend of the film had more than a 42% drop, which is incredible. Uh, It's doing very, very well. So the Batman's $134 million... See, I kept hearing, when we did the last week's box office, I read $128.5 million on every uh, reputable site that gives Mm -hmm. these numbers. But then about midweek, I started seeing 134. Yeah. Where did that extra... Six million come from. I don't know, Brett. They're magic. Uh, well, just is it just because it sounds better because it's now in the one hundred and thirties? Like they just Maybe. pulled six million from their from their backside. I don't know, Brett. I don't know. Why are you saying my name? It sounds weird. Why? <laughs> sounds freaking weird. Well, why is it weird? I say your name. You do not do that. Yeah, she, I there, do. she's lying, guys. That's that's it's weird. Okay, you, you don't do that. No, I do. No, you don't. Miracle. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, it's okay. It just it, it cut me off guard. So it says, uh, however, it held better than so, so compared to the sophomore frame of the four March titles ahead of it, it declined steeper than the top March opener ever, which is 2017's uh, Beauty and the Beast. Is that the one with Emma Watson? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which had a 48% drop. That's very good. Uh, this, uh, the March 2nd opening of Batman vs. Superman was 69%. Uh, the, th- the number three March opening was Captain Marvel with 56% drop. And the number four March opening and 2012's hun- Hunger Games with a 62% drop. See, 62% is a very large drop off. Mm-hmm. So the, theatri- the theatrical exclusivity, the Batman's huge success was doubtless helped by Warner Brothers granting theatrical exclusivity, meaning that they didn't do a day and date release yeah. like they did with your vaunted uh, Godzilla vs. Kong, which mm-hmm. you love. Uh, Dune, which our boss walked out of mid-movie, but I enjoyed when I finished it on HBO Max. The Matrix Resurrections, which made me want to uh, resurrect a demon to then take <laughs> the movie and throw it into some type oh, of okay. lake of fire. Uh, Wonder Woman 1984, which uh, made me want to, you know, hire them a new writer so that Patty Jenkins can focus on directing. Mm-hmm. She's a very, very good director, but uh, yes. And then Sp- uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, which Never, ever, 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 ever should have been made mm-hmm. because the original Space Jam is a true cult classic. And then The Suicide Squad, which is very sad with its 71% drop because it's such a damn good movie. Mm-hmm. Go see it. The sequel to The Suicide Squad. The sequel to Suicide Squad called The Suicide Squad. You did this to yourself, Warner Brothers. Yeah. I don't know. It's confusing because when you just type Suicide Squad, it shows the suck one. The yeah, suck one. The suck one. That's what should, they should change the name to it. Uh, when when Harley when the Harley Quinn movie or when I'm sorry when the Birds of Prey movie came out, mm-hmm. it was called Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, which is arguably the worst title for a movie in the history of movie titles. Mm-hmm. And then like after like they realized that that was stupid, they yeah. changed the name midweek at the theaters and just called it Birds of Prey. Yeah. Uh, they should just do that and change the first Suicide Squad one to Suicide Squad the Suck. The suck. Uh, the suck. That's, yeah. what, that's what they should do. They should. I don't know. It would be funny if they took that title that I just said. They should do it. Uh, the Batman has now earned $238.5 million domestic and $224.7 million overseas mm-hmm. for a $463.2 uh, $463. million global total. Mm-hmm. The story isn't over yet, but at least for now, the film has earned a majority of its global earnings from the domestic market at 51%. So if you go down here, I just want to go down to the numbers. We're, we're pretty yeah. well into it now. So they get down. To, so, uh, oh, yeah. So it was BTS. They're referring to the band. Uh, it says uh, uh, box office stands at 1.6 billion for the year. That means all projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's 42 percent behind 2019. Obviously, that was pre-COVID. So you're telling me that BTS the band is beating all movies? Yeah. So it says uh, perhaps <laughs> no, no, cur- no. Uh, One billion is for the all of the box office. Uh, I know, but, but that doesn't make sense because BTS I categorize them as music, not. If it's a music, so it says, uh, perhaps no uh, current music act inspires more mania than the seven-member K-pop group BTS, which showed, uh, which showed with, uh, I do not know how to pronounce this name, T R A F A L G A R, Trafalgar, Trafalgar. I have uh, no clue. Yeah, it doesn't it. sound familiar to me. So it's a live stream concert called BTS Permission to Dance on Wait, Stage. Wait, that doesn't count. What are you talking about? That's know. not a movie. So it was that's pa- a live stream. It says it says, but it's saying that they charged somehow. Playing- well, because it's an event. Okay, you so- have to charge tickets for events. So playing for only one of uh, of the three days this week, Saturday, the film debuted in third place with six point eight million. So it's a movie. 
No, it's a live stream. Okay, yeah, but they're they're listening as like it's kind of like being talked about. Like it's, it's not a movie. movie. Yeah, it's not a movie. It's a live stream, people. Okay. But how does that come to box office? I'm doing all this research for numbers, and then I get uh, taken off of uh, uh, taken by surprise by something like this. Uh, tickets were priced as high as thirty five dollars, which Deadline said might be a record. The so called live concert was technically slightly tape delayed in North America since it actually occurred at about three forty five a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, I don't know. It kind of that doesn't make that doesn't, doesn't make, make sense. sense to me. Yeah, well, they just start including that in the box office. For Are we other... going to include like every music? We should. Then no, we mo- shouldn't. It doesn't. They, it doesn't make any sense to me. Then movies won't like compete with music because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like movie stars and music stars, music stars, they have more worship than movie stars. Yes, they do. So I don't feel like it's fair to compare the two and the movie stars are like you guys always try to make careers doing what we do after your music career dries up yep uh so um so it says the batman was its 51 percent drop with no location change so same amount of theaters 4417 mm-hmm. uh average about fourteen thousand nine hundred and forty two dollars per theater uh that's a total of, yeah okay so then uncharted stayed at number two uh nine million two hundred and fifty thousand which was only a 17 percent drop that is very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3,725 theaters. That's 150 theater drop. That's not too bad. So the BTS one, there's no estimation of change because it's not week one to week two. Plus, it says locations. So, okay. Does that mean that they played this at, like, live stream? Okay. okay. So they must have live streamed this at theaters. Wait. That doesn't make sense. They must have, because it's, it's listing locations. Wait, 803 I'm, locations. I'm going to Google this because it's like... Please do. So, uh, I'm really confused. So it says it says it played at 803 locations for like 35... So my guess is like people could go watch the show live at Ugh. like a big theater. Ugh. Dog stayed in fourth... Pl- or moved to fourth place with 5,346,000. That's oh a 13% drop. Like if you look at all these drops, they're all really small except for Cyrano dropped 42%. Uh, and Scream dropped, okay, and Scream and Jackass Forever only two, three, okay, I have a, I, I have a, a funny story. I had mm-hmm. a dream the other day that, okay. that they, re, that they, uh, I think it was, we're going to be talking about James Bond on, on Wednesday mm-hmm. here, and for some reason, I had a dream that they were recasting Tom Cruise for uh, Mission Impossible because Tom Cruise gets canceled for something, mm-hmm. and then they're like, they, they're like, Tom Cruise says, my only, because he's like a producer, he's like, my only wishes that it's somebody shorter than me to play Ethan Hunt and they hire Peter Dinklage to play Ethan Hunt and then I like I had a dream of him like doing the scene where he like he he <laughs> drops down on the rope dun, 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 dun. that was what I dreamed about last night uh, the, and I didn't remember it until like right before we went live because I was thinking it was just it was really freaking that's weird. funny that also reminds me of the comedian <laughs> um do you know who uh Brad Williams is he's another yes, guy yeah, that yep. suffers from dwarfism and he's like, yeah. Do they consider it suffering? That well, has door uh... has okay, bad choice of words, but uh, has that condition. Basically, he was like, yeah. I remember when I was performing for the USO, I made some nineteen-year-old um, day because I told him, yeah, just throw me because I can't hop into the helicopter. He's like, <gasps> <laughs> he's like, yeah, just throw him. Throw a little man. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So I'm imagining that guy's funny. Yeah, guy's I really love funny. him. Yeah. I love him. And he, basically, he was like arguing um, what Peter Dinklage said yeah. about the whole dwarf thing. Yep. He's like, no, like people should just act the way they want to act. 
Yep. Uh, and also the BTS concert. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's a hybrid. It's in person and online. Well, so I'm saying the the people in South Korea saw it live, mm -hmm. but then the live stream was for people in theaters who wanted to experience it live on a very big mm -hmm. screen, just not in person. Well, like I'm on their official website, so usbtsarmy.com, mm -hmm. latest updates, and also what the concert's called. And basically they have like, they have like a screenshot Seoul, Korea, and then your time period. Okay. And you can watch it on your device or computer. That's what it says. Interesting. It doesn't say any. Oh, right here. More details in in-person concert, online streaming, and global dealer live viewing. Yeah, so, so, the, so they can watch it on an enormous screen and feel like they're there. Uh, that's kind of cool. I mean, that is cool, it, but I don't think that's fair to compare it to movies. Justin Bieber had movies, right? Did those ever come out in theaters? He had movies. He had uh, he had two documentary style movies that came out about him, and oh. I'm pretty sure they came out in theaters. I'm whatever about that. So yeah, so it was a that's a pretty cool week in the box office. Now, if we look up to uh, uh, next week. Uh, I go over here on tab three there for mm -hmm. the 2020 movie releases. Yeah. So we've got nothing really of note. Tyson's Run came out. No, I don't think anybody saw that. Mm -hmm. uh, and then nothing. Oh, wait, actually, I'm going to go back to the numbers. Did Tyson's Run come out? I didn't see it on the list of any of the. It's wait, what's the Tyson's top. Run? It was the one we talked about. The mom. protecting. Oh. Yeah, it's not anywhere on the list there. So maybe they postponed it. Maybe, but that came out March 11th. So, uh. Oh, no, uh, Iconic Events releasing. Maybe that's something different. Um, so then we've got nothing on the 18th other than Oma, right? Uma. Oma. It's Oma. You, I said Uma last week, and you and you made fun of me and corrected me. Oma? Oma? Mm -hmm. Oma, okay. Mm -hmm. And that's the one you with... You said Uma, and I was like, what Last the... week. Not this week. I said Oma. I said Oma. No, you said... You said Oma. No, I specifically said Oma. I don't Oma. recall this. Somebody called Last week I said Uma and you corrected me. And made I did. Me, and made me feel bad about myself. Um, I'm like zoning out. Oma. Oma. Okay. Was that yeah. the one with Michelle Yeoh? Yeah. Or, uh, no, San uh, uh, Ming-Na Wen? No, it's with uh, Sandra O. Oh. Sandra O. Oh. Okay, yeah. yes. Thank eh. you. Uh, I have no interest same, in seeing it. It's, 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 it's horror, isn't it? I'm not really... Yeah. Uh, not really a horror guy. Uh, and then the outfit is the one about the guy who's like a tailor to like a mob boss or mm -hmm. something like that. That's kind of cool. I don't know if it's theater material. Uh, and then nothing on the 24th until we get to the 25th, which is the Lost City, which is the one with Sandra Bullock oh. and Channing Tatum that we talked about just based oh. on the... No, not interested? I don't know. I just don't like Sandra Bullock. No, you know, we've had our we've had our discussions about mm -hmm. the about her with uh, Hannah Claire. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep an eye. I I, I fully expect uh, Batman uh, the Batman to stay at number one next week. My hope is that the drop is even le is is like less than fifty percent, mm -hmm. uh, and then the drops go down week to week. As much as uh, I, I kind of equivocated on this movie and i did like it i do think that it's mm -hmm. one of those things where even if it wasn't my favorite of the batman movies uh the fact that they made something different and the in the studio allowed matt reeves to make <clears throat> to make the movie he wanted to make without uh interfering like they did with snyder and all the previous iterations where the theater mm -hmm. where the studio gets really heavily overly involved in editing a uh, director's vision uh, i do think that that's worth supporting so that we can get more movies like that without with less studio interference so yeah my hope is that we can move on move forward with that mm -hmm. so um i want to talk uh i want to see if you're ready to talk about 
Ready? Yep. Let's okay. do it. All right. We're gonna we're gonna talk uh, about Universal. Universal Studios. Miracle. Uh, Miracle is very excited about. Well, this. Well, I'm excited because like I know Super Nintendo World is only located in Japan, but I really That's want them. What I wanted to ask. So this isn't this is new for America, but it's not mm -hmm. new. Period. This exists mm -mm. in Japan. Yeah, it exists in Japan. Can you tell us about it? So I wanted to go when I went my second time, but um, we didn't have enough time. My uncle told me, well, if you want to go buy your own ticket and go by yourself. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> Very nice of you. Yeah, but basically, like, um, I wanted to go to Tokyo Disney Sea because I was really close by there. Um, but I only had one friend who was there, mm. but I, I didn't know how to like it's expensive. I'm assuming. Yeah. It's really expensive. And I was afraid to buy the ticket by myself, but he was like, Oh, it's easy to do it. But like, what do you mean? Like you were afraid, like what something would like, I would be afraid, like maybe I bought the wrong ticket and I okay. went on the wrong train because you have to ride a bullet yeah. train to go there. Okay. That makes sense. You're yeah. in a, you're in a place that you're not familiar with. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, this is not new because Japan already has it. Basically, you can, um, it's the same thing like how Disney World would be where you buy those like wearable watches and like click it to interact with the park like a game yeah. character. So they have the same concept, but I love it because it makes a cute little sound effect how Mario would do when he hits the blocks. Yep. It's like very interactive. And I, I wish that um, the US would have it because like Marvel well now we're mm -hmm. getting universal studio it's just funny because when i think of these things i immediately mm -hmm. think of the competition between disney and universal and it seems like universal is very um Adult? even uh, no 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 it feels like it's very consistent mm -hmm. uh nothing really ever goes wrong uh, yeah. per se I, I mean from the outside looking in mm -hmm. like you know i'm not an amusement park guy but i watch a lot of videos talking about this stuff like I, I more for more out of like enjoyment of the cringe of watching how much people uh were crapping on uh galactic at disney world and mm -hmm. stuff like that plus disney has their own problems right now with bob yeah. chapek and virtue signaling mm -hmm. and all this stuff that I, I find hilarious and Universal's just over here doing their thing. So what is it that uh, do you want? Should I just read through the, art, the, yeah, the article? Yeah, read through and we'll, it okay, and so. then we'll talk about it. it. Says Universal Studios Hollywood has announced the first Super Nintendo World in the United States, which officially opens inside the theme park in 2023. Guests visiting the park in recent months could see the construction while, uh, while under well underway, with the col colorful green rolling hills backdrop beginning to take shape, with the towering scaffolding and, si and signage featuring Mario and Luigi from the popper suit popular super mario brothers nintendo games on the lower lot mm -hmm. adjacent to transformers the ride 3d so uh, what else is at universal that's that's transformers mm -hmm. it's also i'm assuming that's harry jurassic. potter that's jurassic uh world mm -hmm. and it's uh harry, it's harry potter. potter world um that one is mainly located in their orlando okay. location but this is california california i don't know what they're saying exactly i'm assuming it's the california location if it's yeah the california location that one they don't have that much over there if you want to experience the harry potter rides um i recommend going to orlando because they have a little bit more room okay and like each park they divide it into like larger areas okay that's what um disney world does too like okay. it's in different areas so you have to like buy a passport and like hop each amusement park I would never like this just uh, it's funny because this is one of those things where I, I would have loved for the stuff to have existed when I was a kid or at least yeah. the Harry Potter one to have mm -hmm. existed when I was a kid. Now, uh, I don't think the interest is really for me there, but this feels like perfect for you. This feels like something you would actually well, love to okay. do. Okay. I feel like Japan does it better because like 
um basically if you want to go to all their amusement parks i feel like it's always in osaka osaka is like the fun place okay and like osaka they have their universal over there and their harry potter um department is so cool because they have the wall where like harry jumps into the nine and three quarter yeah Mm -hmm. basically you can reenact that and there's like a long line for it i i I did see like uh I don't know if it was this or if it was, mm-hmm. I was watching a lot of those 50, uh, 50 facts about something, but yeah. the, the designs on a lot of the stuff in Japan is crazy. Yeah, the, like, the architecture is crazy. They, I feel like they pay attention to details. Yep. Like a lot of people, I don't mean to like smash on like Anaheim because a lot of the amusement parks in California, it's located in Anaheim. So it's not in Hollywood. They lie to you about it. You're yeah. actually in the city right next to Hollywood. There's a there's a there's a city in, there's actually a Hollywood, Florida. Really? That's a place. No, it's not. Look Hollywood, it Florida. Hollywood, Florida. No. We're we're she's fact checking me live on air. No. Wait a minute. No way. Hollywood City in Florida. Yep. No way. There's a, a pro wrestler named Dolph Ziggler who. Oh, who, it's between uh Fort Lauderdale and then Miami. Yep. It's Not the, bad. There's a pro wrestler named mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler who, like, his, uh, whenever they, whenever a pro wrestler comes out, they're like, weighing so and so pounds from this city. He's yeah. from Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. I always remember his, and I always remember when Mick Foley played the character Cactus Jack. He ca- he hailed from a city called Truth and Consequences in New Mexico, mm-hmm. which is a real place as well. Truth and Consequences. I'm not searching it's that. It's a great, up. it's a great name. So um, uh, it says the first Nintendo World opened at Universal Studios Japan in March of 2021. My God, that came out like in the middle of COVID. Yeah, but uh, it was still like banging. It cost $580 million and includes the Mario Kart, Koopa's Challenge, Augmented Reality Racing Car Ride, Yoshi's Adventure, Indoor Outdoor Kitty Ride. Uh, that's just a crap ton of stuff there. Yoshi Snack Island. Mm-hmm. But that's like the food's all like insanely expensive. No, right? well, like in Japan, is it cheaper? It's cheaper. Okay. It's cheaper. Like, but it's so cute because like you have to get the food before they run out because some of it, it's like limited edition. So like in Disney World, they still have these. This mochis. sounds like your happy place to me. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, it does. Because like I like seeing people happy and I like discovering new things like um, before. She actually means that. Yeah. She, she, she actually means that. Before I applied to work for this job, I wanted to be a foodie and a travel vlogger. Of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> of course you did. Yeah. So like new things excite me sometimes. Um, but no, in Disney Tokyo Sea, basically they in Disney World, they still have these little mochis. They're based on the three little aliens. Mochis? I don't know what that is. Oh, it's a Japanese dessert made out of rice flour. And okay. it's like super soft and All like right. the insides it's like filled with every beautiful thing you want it to fill up with. And like the flavors that they filled up, which is ice cream, mm-hmm. it's like strawberry, vanilla and chocolate. Mm-hmm. They still have it, but um, usually those kind of things, you have to get it before they run out because they only have, like, a limited supply for that day. And, like, I saw the Super Mario one. They had, like, a Yoshi egg. That sounds like a clever marketing tactic. Like, Mm -hmm. they have more, but they're like, we only have so many. Better Mm -hmm. come get them now. Yeah, and, like, right now they're selling, like, the merchandise of it. They're like, do you want to buy this and take this home with you? Because I know you're not allowed to smuggle food over the border. Yeah. So here's a souvenir. So it says... 
Oh, is that the people where Kinder, how Kinder got uh, popular with uh, smuggling the little toys that you love? That ki- little yeah. kid, Miracle hates uh, kids. Uh, <laughs> I don't hate that. I'm just like, how can you be that stupid? Very mean of you. I'm sorry. So I've got this other article that just, it's a little bit simpler to read mm-hmm. uh, from Travel and Leisure. It says the Super Nintendo World is coming to Universal Studios Hollywood uh, in 2023. Wait, does that mean that anime it's going to come to Universal. Probably. Because, like, have you seen Universal Japan? Mm-mm. They have an Attack on Titan um, I guess, ride, I, my, and my it's guess so is cool. this is a very Americanized version of it. Maybe. Like, maybe Attack on Titan comes later, but I'm guessing right now you're going to get mostly, like, trade. Yeah, very, very uh, original. The characters that your dad's dad would remember from Mario. Yeah, well, like, for me, I feel like Universal is more adult because a lot of it, it's, like, VR and 3D. I guess I do think Donkey Kong in that picture. But is he going to be there? I hope so. If he's not there, I'm throwing a bitch fit. In addition to the attractions itself, guests will have the opportunity to truly immerse themselves in Nintendo. Like, that's what wasn't that what they were trying to do with Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. at Disney? Yeah. And it just didn't really work out. Because Disney's not like the, known for rides like that. Yeah. And they, they pitched, like, a really immersive experience that just ended up not really being that. Uh, it says, so theme shopping and dining, and for those who can't wait until next year, the park will soon turn uh, one of its retail stores into a Super Nintendo World shopping experience, complete with Mario and Luigi-themed apparel, uh, uh, plush Yoshi, there you go, mm-hmm. that's very you, Mario, Bowser, and Luigi toys and more. The Universal Studios Hollywood Edition comes months after the Super Nintendo World opened in Japan last year, featuring rides that put park goers uh, right in the middle of their favorite games like Mario Kart and 2024 uh, Universal Studios Japan plans to expand with the first Donkey Kong themed area. Yeah. So they've got infinite IP that they could turn into various areas. Exactly. And I'm surprised that Nintendo is actually letting the US use their IP. Because like you know how Nintendo is like when it comes to their um merchandise. They're very yeah, they're very litigious. Mm-hmm. Um but Nintendo is also known for stealing artwork from fans too. But, but not, I'm not getting. I'm guessing they're stealing. To them. They they steal it and then when they get caught, they pay them obscene <laughs> sums of money. That's some what, of them don't. That's what Disney does. Disney got what it was like Disney designed like or some lady designed like a van, mm-hmm. and then Disney like like took the like the took the idea for like something that they were making. Yeah. And then when the lady complained, they just bought her off. Mm. Or not bought her off, but like paid her a crap ton of money to go away. I don't know. It depends on some companies, but um, Film Theory kind of talks about it. Well, his game channel did. Uh, Nintendo didn't pay one of the fan art um, artists for like stealing their artwork. Mm-hmm. But you have to like really analyze it. And I, I think Nintendo is like, you know what? They can't prove it. That's a, whole other, that's a yeah. whole other topic. So it says, this isn't Universal's first immersive theme land in the U.S. The park currently welcomes visitors to travel to iconic locations in the Harry Potter world. Uh, in the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at its Florida location, including venturing to the village of Hogsmeade, where you can sample butterbeer and mail a letter by Owlpost in Diagon Alley. Uh, where you go shop for wands and exchange muggle money for Gringotts banknotes. Well, that's problematic, and mm-hmm. so is J.K. Rowling these days. Everything is problematic. Which one do you think is going to be a banger? Still um, Harry Potter at Universal or the new Nintendo World? I mean, Harry Potter would have been more interesting to me, mm-hmm. but I, like, I imagine that Nintendo will be all new and bigger, so it'll be... Uh... Uh, a much bigger deal so mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes see look at these like uh, when i look at stuff like this like these pictures uh of like all these places yeah. all i can think about is how much money i would spend being there yeah like <laughs> it's um just expensive man wait let me search up how much one ticket costs 
Like that one in in the Netherlands looks so cool, but it's just expensive looking. One ticket for Universal, please. Ugh. All very very expensive. I don't know, like including inflation, uh, I feel like it's expensive. As well, that's well. what I'm saying. Like just like when we were comparing the Batman, uh, when they were comparing Spider Man No Way Home, uh, you know, oh, it had a bigger drop because of uh, the Omicron variant, and then I said, well, what about inflation and gas prices right mm -hmm. now? Like, imagine, like, what are you gonna walk there? <laughs> okay, so I found the ticket prices. So if you want a full Okay, let's be 10. We're going to... Okay, full five days. Do you just want to do one park day? Sure. Okay, so one park day um, per day, I mean. So it includes two parks, three-day base, and two days free. That's $233.99 plus tax. See, I don't got that kind of... And this is per adult... <laughs> I don't have that kind of money, man. Nobody has this kind of money. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta be set for life. You gotta have mm -hmm. good, uh, good, uh, good finance. You gotta have your finances in order for that type of stuff mm -hmm. to work. So, but yeah, I mean, you gotta be very excited about that. Like, you, maybe, maybe you do go and uh, and we come back and talk about it. Maybe you take a vacation. I don't want to spend that money. Uh, I got bills to pay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, you're, you're like an adult now. You're living on your own. You're. I got bills to pay. I got, I got a car that I need inspected. I need to switch over my insurance company to tell them, hey, I got a car again. You got you got all sorts of uh, bills. Like I don't know. Uh, Twenty years from now, you'll be able to afford to to go to these parks. Just when you're old and no longer have the 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 soul to to want to go enjoy fun anymore. No, have you seen the? But old... that's the point of having kids, right? Mm -hmm. You have kids so that you can secretly go to Nintendo World and pretend it's about the kids, but it's really so you can go and not feel weird. Sure. No, like there's so many adults that go here the, by themselves. The the influencer types and mm -hmm. the, in the no no it's not even influencers. So like Disney World and Disneyland, they have this guy. He always he goes every single day. How he, does he pay for? How must he's must, retired? Okay, he's retired. Or he's, I say, or some. I guess you could like if you worked as like a, a writer and you didn't have to go into an office. Mm -hmm. No, but he's retired. But every single day he goes, and he goes with his girlfriend too. And like it's not his wife. He's retired with a girlfriend. Not well, a I don't know now, but this was like years ago. Like okay. when I read this article, maybe it's his wife. But like, dude, every single day he goes, even for the days that are like holidays, he's like that dedicated to Disney. So weird. Mm -hmm. and Especially like, for a company that's like proven to not be all that great of a, of a company. Well, people like the if you're like bliss to like all the ignorant to, to everything that goes mm -hmm. on and it reminds them of their childhood there's, there's yeah. innocence in that yeah like when walt disney was still alive and you didn't know he hated like jews you didn't know that fun fact i know he hated commies no like he hated jewish people well thank you for ending this segment on a, <laughs> sorry. On a positive note <laughs> sorry Miracle. fun fact about disney he's well, not that pc well no no he's not but i, I didn't he's, need to know that he's anti-semitic but at the same time which one he weighs out more? He hates communism more. I, neither. I don't <laughs> want to think about either. They're both, I mean, b b no. But also, did you know there's like a fun fan theory? You ruined this whole segment, Miracle. Hey, hey, I'm trying to re revive it. But a fun <laughs> fan theory is his frozen head is actually under the statue. I know. 
where he is. Oh, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. I knew the I know the theory about him being uh preserved so that they, when once they uh beat the death barrier, he can get, be brought mm-hmm. back to life. But it's just his head. Um some people say just the head or his whole body, but I'm just going to stick with the head because yeah. I'm like that would have been more creepier if his head was like under that statue where you see him when you're first greeted into the park. They they also say that, like what Ted Williams, the former pro, pro baseball player, he's mm-hmm. one of those people they always talk about that they're uh, cryogenically frozen. Well, the same thing with like um, there's more celebrities like Futurama talks about it yeah. a little bit. I think it's like super cool and weird at the same time. What also is weird that people like to bring their ashes of their loved ones and throw it into like the haunted mansion, that's freaking or weird, dude. or that's the weird. pirate Caribbean ride. That's that's weird. we're gonna be talking more about Johnny Depp tomorrow. With, nice. Um, uh, like is he coming back? Apparently, it's his year this year, mm-hmm. and I wanna like I I wanna go through like a deep dive about everything that happened and why he needs to have a comeback mm-hmm. at all. And we're gonna we're gonna I talk think, about that. No offense, like Johnny Depp, he's kind of like a niche. Like you have to like him or you don't like him. For me, I'm like, eh. You could take him really. You don't like yeah. anybody, Miracle. You're you're for such a happy-go-lucky person. You don't really like anybody. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. All right. Well, you kind of saved this segment. We'll move on. Mm-hmm. All right. Jason Momoa with contacts that look like diarrhea. Mer- Thank you for that. Oh God, they are contacts. <laughs> I never even noticed that. that I don't know about di- It looks like coffee to me. Uh, no, that's diarrhea color. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> Thank you for uh, ruining the start of this segment now. That's very nice of you. Sorry. Uh, we've got a bunch of news coming up uh, involving like the, the DC slate of movies, basically. Mm-hmm. A lot has changed for the last, uh, or for like what's coming up in the next year. Yeah. Some of it in 2022, some of it in 2023. So it says uh, Aquaman uh, and the Lost Kingdom, The Flash, Black Adam have been pushed back while Shazam, Fury of the Gods is now hitting theaters sooner than expected. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about that because I like Zachary Levi mm-hmm. and I want more. Uh, with the Batman now playing in theaters, uh, Warner Brothers has made the decision to shuffle some of its DC films, re- uh, film-related release dates. The Aquaman uh, in the, the Lost Kingdom, which was originally scheduled to open on December 16th, is now hitting theaters on March 17th. The Flash is moving from uh, November 4th, 2022 to June 23rd. Of you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. okay. Yeah, you're uh, good. 2023. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to get mad. No. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Dwayne Johnson's first cinema- cinematic solo outing is Black Adam. Guys, she gets very, very yawny when I do dates and talk about numbers. Uh, it's like history. It's a character flaw of hers. It's like history class all over it's, again. It's a, well, I find this stuff interesting. So sue me. You get to talk about Disney and in weird Walt Disney uh, <laughs> having his head buried underneath the something. He's and, not and weird. Cryogenically frozen. And I get to talk about movie release dates and stuff like that. And you can't stop me because it's my show. <laughs> That's true. It's our show, but it's my show. He's technically my boss, so I have to listen. To yes, you. you're. A, I force you to listen to me talk about dates of movie releases, and, and it's you just like have history to deal with class it. all over again. So this is the Batman opened last week, debuting to two hundred and fifty-eight point two million dollars at the worldwide box office. The film is tracking to become a huge hit for Warner Brothers mm-hmm. with a spin-off series focusing on the penguin. The penguin. Who penguin. Is, who is the penguin? <laughs> Who penguin. Is f- who is he? It's the cousin of Penguin. It's the Penguin's cousin, Penguin. Yeah, and he has like fangs. It's like a little penguin with fangs. Per- that's even scarier. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they also don't mention the Arkham series that's going mm-hmm. to be made as well. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, I want to talk about these release dates. So Aquaman moved to, what was it, March 23rd. Now, I got the, the articles for movies coming out at that time. So we're going to look yeah. at what these movies are coming up against in mm-hmm. that time. So on the 23rd, 
let's see. Is that what it said? Yeah. Uh, look at that article again. So, okay. You... No, it says March 17th. Same difference. March 17th it comes out. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. So if you look at the month of March, we have Dungeons and Dragons as a nationwide release on March 3rd. They're still trying to do that? Apparently. Let's let's look. So it says Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Justice Smith, Brian Goldner, Roy Lee, Sophia Lillis, Hugh Grant, Ooh, John Francis Daly. I Who's love John that? Francis Daly. He played um, Lance Sweets on Bones. Uh, uh, he's like a psychiatrist for like mm -hmm. 10 seasons. He was also in Freaks and Geeks, one mm -hmm. of the great cult classics of our time. He's a fantastic actor. Uh, I think he also was part of the writing or directing team for one of the Spider-Man movies, but don't mm -hmm. quote me on that. Uh, so um, I know he got really into direct. He's more of a writer and a director these days as well. So March 10th, we have Haunted Mansion, which is a nationwide release from Disney, as well as an untitled Disney live action. Uh, I always find it weird when they have the, these like tentative releases. It says like, they don't know what movie's coming out that day. Mm -hmm. They just know it's coming out from that theater. And then, uh, so then on March 17th, I'm just, I'm like literally just double checking to make sure I didn't get that wrong. Right, wrong, wrong. <laughs> so March 23rd, uh, March 17th. But then the next week we have John Wick chapter four, mm -hmm. which is going to be a pretty big competition. Like I imagine that John Wick with all of the goodwill that John Wick has built up, uh, that franchise is built up that Keanu Reeves has built up. We almost did another thing where, um, off topic, mm -hmm. uh, I almost did a new, like, uh, Keanu is great segment, which we've done a couple of, mm -hmm. like, uh, Hannah Claire gets annoyed. Cause she's like, you're just rewarding pe behavior. People should be doing already. Mm -hmm. I'm like, but he's Keanu. He's a great guy. Meh. Um, what? Meh. why are you so awful? Well, like I'm agreeing with Hannah Claire. Like, why? Like, I get it. He's a good-looking man, and he's doing stuff... What does his looks have to do with it? Let me continue. And he's doing stuff that normal people should be doing. But it's meh. If we're going to call out the bullshit, mm -hmm. we should also make time to, to call out the good stuff as well. Okay. Just to be balanced. Okay. How about that? Fine. Fairness. All these people are obsessed with fairness. Here I'm talking about something fair. Nobody wants to. Okay. So <laughs> the the week after we've got John Wick Chapter Four. Mm -hmm. uh, I do think with all the goodwill that that franchise has built up, making three very good movies, uh, arguably not as good as the first one, but more and more mm -hmm. action packed as the movies have gone on. Uh, that I, I think that one's going to probably win the box office the week after. So then for the next few weeks after that then after that in the first week of april you have heart of a lion which i've it's a biography yeah and then 65 which i've never heard of let's see what that is uh scott beck uh ariana greenblatt adam, Dri Ooh, adam driver uh brian woods and chloe coleman uh that it doesn't there's no plot details for that so i don't know what that one is um and then and then renfield i believe that's a a movie based on uh vampires maybe um R.M. Renfield is an intimate uh, is an inmate at a lunatic asylum who is thought to be suffering from delusions, but is actually a servant to Dracula. Okay, I was right. Mm. Uh, do you know what the actual uh, the name for clinical vampirism in the real world is called Renfield syndrome? Really? Yes. Really. Oh, that's a fun fact. Imagine, yeah, I know. And then the zombie movie called Last Train to New York, which sounds like Train to Busan, but in america but it's it gonna be sad let's find out uh so set during a zombie virus outbreak and focus on the struggle of a group of passengers on a train bound to new york so that sounds like train to basan oh also known as train to basan <laughs> right so it's just the american version of it that's dumb i know why so, don't you just name it something else so from march 
to the end of April, we only really see... I, I don't know any hype around The Last Train to New York, but maybe that movie's got hype that I don't know about because mm -hmm. I don't follow zombies. So Aquaman and John Wick seem to be... They're going to dominate those mm -hmm. two months. So I don't know if it was important for them to move Aquaman because of filming, but it's going to have competition with John Wick. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we've also got Black Adam that got moved. Or no, I'm sorry. What was the other one? Uh, Flash got moved to 2023 as well. I'm not really excited about that. No one, one is because nobody likes Ezra Miller. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> I thought he was okay. Uh, okay. I'm not a huge... Uh, I want to know why guys like him don't get canceled. Did you ever see the thing about him like choke slamming the girl at the bar? Because he's bisexual. So... Why does that matter? He's bisexual, non-conforming. He was in Denmark, so he's like, they're like, yeah, they're from Denmark. He can, he can choke slam people from mm -hmm. Denmark. I don't know. He's non-conforming and he's a bisexual. Well, that... and his girlfriend or whatever they are, dude, shave your pits. I hate it when girls don't shave their pits. Yeah. Like it grosses me out. All no I'm offense. Saying... No offense if you do that and you're a fan of us. I just don't <laughs> think that's aesthetically pleasing. Fair enough. Uh, all I'm saying is that like. It shouldn't mean that you don't get in trouble for choke slamming a chick at the bar. Well, maybe he looks like a chick also. Maybe she liked it. Um, so <laughs> Choke me like you hate me. Exactly. So, oh, God. June 23rd, we've got The Flash, but that actually has a decent amount of competition mm -hmm. through that month. If you look, I mean, it's June. June's going to be... And guys, this is like a year out. Okay, so, well... Uh, we've got Transformers: Rise of the Beasts at the at the start of June on the 9th. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got uh, a a Pixar movie, an untitled Pixar movie coming out on the 16th. More. I'm guessing that um, uh, the Pixar will be excited to be in a theater again and not on Disney Plus, given that all their stuff seems to come out on Disney Plus. Oh, these days. do you want to watch Turning Red because no, it came out the I same time as care. the Adam Project? I was much happier watching the Adam Project. Same. Damn. I, no, like I that would have been a fantastic segue if we were ready to move on, but we're not. We're not, but <laughs> it it's kind of gross because I saw like another trailer, like it was a spoiler for Turning Red, and I was kind of grossed out. I was like, "Why are you crass?" And oh. she's like, "Is this crass enough for you?" And she started spanking her ass for no reason and i'm like i don't like this movie apparently somebody on cinema blend got bullied off of got bullied into taking i just sent their, you that article got bullied into taking their review down mm -hmm. because uh because they said i don't think i was the target demographic for this movie and they're like how dare you say you were not the target demographic for this movie because he's not he's not a 13 year old going through yep. a period yep i mean theoretically it could be for adults if the adults were watching it with their kids like well like, like a, it's still weird like yep. the movie the it's... theme, I was fine with the theme. Mm. I, I'm fine, like, honestly, like, remember, me, we had that big discussion in IRL where I was like, you know, they're not telling women's stories, they're telling mm. stories about men with women characters. If they want to tell a, a girl's coming-of-age story as, like, a cute uh, panda, it's a panda? Red panda. A, a red panda that turns big and red when, when she's going through emotional moments because she's uh, chemically fluctuating because mm. of puberty? Yeah. I'm okay with that. I mean, it sounds like a it sounds like an artistic way of dealing with it. Mm -hmm. I'm just not interested in well, seeing it. Well, it's the same way like how you explain the story of uh, Jesus Christ. You use Santa Claus. There you you go. use a non-fictional character to explain things that kids don't understand, but it's like a cutesy little way. Yep. So, I mean, like I said, I don't think I'm the target demographic, but I want mm -hmm. the movie. To, I, I hope the movie does well, but I also don't think I, that guy or whoever that was or mm -hmm. me should get in trouble for thinking that it's just not for them. That's fine. I and that's what they always, whenever they change these characters, right? Mm -hmm. And they do these stories and, and then uh, fans of the original She-Ra mm -hmm. are like, this is stupid. The drawing is stupid. And then the, the critics are like, this is not for you. Mm -hmm. uh, I, now here I am saying it's not for me mm -hmm. and i'm getting told that i'm bad for it not being for me no i agree about the art style for shira it's kind of weird but i like it. it's kind of unique 
But then the storyline where they made everybody gay. No, I'm just talking about mm-hmm. the, w- w- when somebody says, uh, this is stupid, I, yeah. I want it. And then they're like, it's not for you. Shut up. No, now I'm it. saying it's not for me. Mm-hmm. And they're like, it, you're bad for not saying it's not for you. No, they're just like, shut up and watch the movie. Yep. So we've got The Flash on mm-hmm. June 23rd. And then right after this, the following week, Indiana Jones 5. Mm-hmm. Which that movie will live and die by whether how they market it, meaning that uh, if they make this some like passing the torch movie where he gets it gets passed the torch to somebody who's clearly politically motivated and it's clearly identity politics, mm-hmm. it will not do well. Uh, it will suffer long term. It might do well in its opening week, but it will mm-hmm. suffer from the weeks after that. And then we get into the next month, and there's no releases in early July until the 14th. So. Uh, the even even with that though so we've got transformers we've got a pixar movie we've got indiana jones mm-hmm. and then uh, a month uh, almost a month exactly from uh, a little less than a month exactly from the release of the flash is mission impossible 7 so there's a yeah. lot of stuff coming out in that time frame for the, so the flash will have to have a very very good opening weekend if mm-hmm. it wants to do well um, Black Adam got moved to. We're just gonna. I just want to run through these other ones. So I'm okay with Black, Black Adam. Yeah, Black Adam got moved to October of this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got let's see, June, July, July. October 28th, right? 21st. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Black Adam comes out on October 21st. First, first. It's okay. Colin Firth. Okay. You're so, trying. So we've got October 7th. We have uh, Across the Spider-Verse, mm-hmm. these, uh, the animated Sony Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. We've got Halloween Ends coming out on the 14th. Hol- that will do well. Anytime Christmas hol- Christmas horror movies, or I'm sorry, Halloween era, like time period horror movies, meaning not Halloween the movie, but I'm saying it's in that month. It's mm-hmm. in October. So Halloween Ends, which is the end of the trilogy of there was Halloween uh halloween kills and now halloween ends uh that will do well it's opening weekend and then black adam the week after uh that's going to i hope do well but that's the it's got to deal with that Uh, spider-man uh do you know can you do me a favor can you look up how much uh the last animated spider-man movie did the miles morales what was that one called into uh can you look at how much into the spider-verse did on its opening weekend uh i'm curious because that movie is very well liked uh so it's only going to do better from here, I think. Uh, so Halloween ends. Uh, Halloween Kills didn't do as well. Or, I mean, it wasn't looked at the same way that the remake of Halloween was. But I do think with the promise of actually ending the trilogy, it might do better. So Black Adam has a decent amount of competition. Um, let's see. Opening weekend, it was 35 mil. Okay. For an animated movie, though, yeah. that's, not, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. And then it doesn't really have any competition. They have Hocus Pocus 2 coming out oh. on the 31st, but that's not theaters that's why disney, that's disney plus because it's Just got uh, it's got um catherine najimi in it who i pointed out uh kim had a guest on the other day named K- uh, kim iverson catherine najimi and her look nothing alike except they have the same cheeks just my weird. I brain. never got into that movie. I I think I saw Hocus Pocus once as a kid at a friend's house. I don't know if I ever saw it again after. That. I tried to watch it with my siblings because they said that was their favorite movie. And yep. I'm like, I don't see the appeal. No, me neither. So, uh, also like, uh, oh, okay. So Shazam, 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 Shazam got moved to December 16th. So we got, so that's Black Adam and Shazam are coming out like right next to each other. Which one would you rather see? Shazam. 
Same. But that's just because I like Zachary Levi, mm-hmm. and I and I and I like the first one, so mm-hmm. it's got the goodwill built on it. But The Rock has a lot of the people's the people's will, if you will, get it because he's the people's champ. My uh, brain hurts. Um, so The Rock has a lot of goodwill mm-hmm. built up with most people. Um, so I think that movie will hopefully do well, and some star power there will help. I also wonder if maybe he's going to be involved in Shazam. Yeah. Uh, in maybe a post credit scene. And so that like makes sense that their release dates are closer together. Yeah. So Shazam comes out the same weekend as Avatar 2. Oh. Yep. I mean, Avatar 2, which has been like, what, a gazillion years in the making? Mm-hmm. I think Avatar 2 might outdo um, Shazam. We'll see. We, we, are we going to watch both movies? No, we'll go. I, I will see Shazam. Uh, I don't care about Avatar. I never cared about Avatar uh, it was never something I was interested in. Come on, in. you don't want like two I don't care blue... about the Navi. I don't care. You don't want two blue people to do it on TV by touching their hair tips. No, I don't. Do you? No, she's that's... like she's like yeah, that's what does it for me. No, it's weird because that's what the first movie did. Yeah, but I don't just I don't care. Like I, it made all that money and it just felt like uh, from what I understand, it has a very very dedicated fan base. But why? I don't. I just think good for them. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. So uh, I will go see Shazam: Fury of the Gods. You can go see Avatar two. I don't want to watch it. Okay. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, I think it's aesthetically pleasing because um, the first movie, you know, those mountains that are floating yes. up in the air. So a fun fact about those mountains: they're actually CGI. They got mountains from China and only CGI the top part. They borrowed mountains from China and they're like, "Hey, can we borrow your mountains?" Yeah. <laughs> um like how about this? I will rewatch Avatar at some point in the next few months mm-hmm. and if it is better than I remember, we'll go see it. She's like, "Please don't." <laughs> uh but we are going to go see Shazam. So yeah, then the week that. after that, Super Mario Bros. Oh, oh my god, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah. So <laughs> We got this. This is based on game. So uh, one of those. Uh, so we've got a good a good couple of weeks there. We've got Shazam you know, and we've got Super Mario Bros. The Super, Super Ma- Nintendo. Like Nintendo, you miss your marketing for like Super Mario Bros. You should have advertised it on March 10th. Just yeah. saying. Well, they probably don't have enough of it filmed yet. Well, like they did. They didn't really advertise it well, but they had a sale for like all Super Mario merchandise i'm sure they're like really we didn't know miracle the the many the many super the the many nintendo uh executives that take Mm -hmm. the time to watch our channel are like yes miracle we know i'm just saying but also did you know that they're making a legally blonde three i did uh, Why? I have no idea. Wouldn't that movie be NPC because you're making blondes look stupid? I don't think they care about that, Miracle. They're making ditzy blondes stupid. <laughs> I don't think they care about that. And then there's a Barbie movie. I'm 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 excited about the Margot Robbie. No, I'm not really Margot Robbie Barbie movie. Can't wait. Oh my God! What if she comes out of the box like a Barbie, like she's just frozen? They should do that. They should do that. She's just frozen, and then you open it and pull her There's out. There's a the whole box. weird community about adults who love Barbie. That's just weird. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna skate right past that one and ignore it. I do love how all these people talk about. Uh, uh, they're gonna turn it into some type of empowerment story. We'll see. Oh, uh, it's like it'll be Barbie, and she becomes a lawyer. Probably. <laughs> that's just legally. That's blonde. legally blonde. <laughs> yeah, it's just legally blonde. That's all that is. So, uh, we will. We'll uh, maybe we can see this thing. I can't drink and I can't do drugs. Uh, so I can't. 
I can't have like uh like when you guys did the no you guys when Tim and them did like State of the Union and then all drank during the State of the Union. I can't do that. I can't go see Barbie and drink. So no, it's Tim, not gonna be any fun. Tim kinda drank a little bit, but um what he did was drank energy drinks. But I'm saying a lot of people hate watch stuff and, and drink when they watch bad movies. I'm not gonna be able to do oh that. Oh my god, so. there's a good drinking game if you guys wanna play. Um it's called I forgot. It's like an anime. It's like the terrible anime dub. <laughs> oh, okay. I forgot what it's called. So you'd have to be pretty well versed on the anime to know it's a bad dub. Well, yeah, but also they have the list for the game. Basically, mm. like this anime dub. I watched it one time. It's something ghost, but um, basically the the main protagonist girl mentions like Christianity like every other sentence, and then like every time she mentions Christianity, you have to drink. Yeah, that's awesome. And then there's like blank racism. Oh man, <laughs> it's like dumb. It's like the dumbest thing. And like my friend wanted to play with me, and I'm like, nope, I'm dead. <laughs> You're like, I won't. I can't survive this. Nope. But uh, I want somebody to make a Boondocks one. That would be funny. That mm -hmm. that I, I, that would be very unPC, but that would be funny. Every uh, time when um. Uncle Ruckus comes in with something important to say or it's, is right about something. Drink. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. We're going to talk about The Adam Project. Yay. I loved this movie. Uh, okay. Loved is a strong word. I highly enjoyed this very inoffensive family. Uh, what feels like a halfway between family and uh, young adult movie. Does that make sense? Kind of. I felt like one of its struggles was I didn't know who it was marketing for because mm -hmm. there's like mild or maybe just the standards for like what is considered an adult are so different now. But like there's mm -hmm. cussing uh, and there's a good amount of, of weird language, mm -hmm. but it's really a kid's. I mean, it's a young it's like a, a teenager's movie, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's it's kind of the best way I can describe it is charming, endearing and wholesome. Uh, with some kind of uh, edgy uh, humor. Ah, stop yawning. I'm sorry. Like when you said edgy, I'm like, ugh, the edge lord is coming out. There's a slight amount of edge to it that's uh, probably in Ryan Reynolds' contract that mm -hmm. there has to be some type of edgy humor in there. Mm -hmm. uh, did you like this movie? I thought it was okay. You just thought it was okay? I thought it was okay. I, I think... could live without it. Okay, so for me... Uh, okay, so the movie, it's its a, basically the movie is about uh, Adam, who is a time traveler, mm -hmm. uh, goes back in time and meets his younger self, mm -hmm. uh, and they have to basically destroy a machine mm -hmm. to prevent time travel from ever being invented to save the world, because in the future, the world is bad because of time travel. <laughs> That's what they said. I know, but... One like of the one of the one of the the low points of this movie or one of the flaws of this movie is they don't really do a good job of showing you why the future is so crappy mm -hmm. so you don't really understand the urgency he feels yeah so i will go through like the things i thought were negative about it first uh it's like uh i, I felt like the reveal of him being his future self was slightly unearned like mm -hmm. the way they did it yeah. and also time travel is as is usual with these things it's like the multiverse it's so vaguely defined yeah that there's no real rules but i like what he explains because young adam asked him um ask old adam he said do you remember this time when you're younger and you met your older self during this time period and he said, no, once you go back to your original time period, I thought this was a cool theory. And I wish like people actually talked about this. Um, if you go back to your original time period as your older self, yeah. the memory gets fogged up and it gets covered up. 
And that's what I liked about it because it kind of reminds me the whole thing about deja vu. Yes. So do you okay. understand? Yeah. Do you understand the concept of deja vu? Explain it to the audience. So deja vu, people feel like they've been to a place or they met somebody before, but no, that's just basically your brain trying to compile memories but it mixes it up that's why i think the human brain is so cool and it's kind of like a supercomputer where it's trying to get pictures and remember things as quickly as possible but mm -hmm. it can't so it makes like false memories for you yeah and that's where deja vu comes from so you can't really experience stuff unless you're unless you actually done it and your brain makes it out to be you actually done it before but you haven't so you felt like that was cool that was yeah. interestingly done in this movie mm -hmm. okay cool i like that part like that's the only sciencey part that i thought was really cool because it does explain it like because if you guys don't know i believe in the simulation theory yes and simulation theory kind of talks about this it touches upon around this where basically you think you've seen something before but it's not it's just like your programming or your brain like telling you you've seen it before have you ever heard the the phrase uh simulation theory is just religion for atheists yeah you yes. told me um, this so many times so uh big adam mm -hmm. uh so ryan reynolds is a uh, big is uh, old they call adam. Him big adam but it's old adam mm -hmm. walker scoble is young adam uh, i think this young man did a fantastic job mm -hmm. uh, i think he held his own with ryan reynolds who did in uh, a surprisingly good job of pulling emotional moments out of scenes where I feel like normally they would have uh, re-injected the humor quicker. Yeah. Uh, Mark Ruffalo, who I, I will be completely forthright that I'm just not a huge fan of, mm -hmm. uh, both because I think he's annoying on Twitter and that's fine. I try to separate art from artists as best as possible, mm -hmm. but he did uh, a fairly good job as like the dad. He's their dad. Mm -hmm. And obviously because they're of time travel, that's why him and uh, Reynolds and Mark Ruffalo are so probably about the same age. Mm -hmm. I think that Jennifer Garner as, uh, as Adam's mom was highly underused in this movie. I loved her. Mm -hmm. uh, she had, she played a very convincing um, mom that was struggling to kind of find her footing with a son. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I was a fan of the fact that uh, they did not just have the dad walk out on the family, mm -hmm. that he, that they, they worked his, his death into the script. So it's not like it's just a deadbeat dad who left. They worked mm -hmm. in why he's gone. It made sense. Zoe Saldana, as Laura, who is Ryan, who is Big Adams, or I guess technically both Adams, love mm -hmm. interest, just at different times, uh, was... She is a, a a very very charismatic actress. I don't think mm -hmm. she had great chemistry with Ryan. Re it no. felt very um, the <clears throat> boilerplate. Yeah, I didn't, the part I didn't feel like the passion that you're supposed to have for somebody who literally just went back in time to find you. That might have been Ryan Reynolds' fault in mm -hmm. that, not even hers. Well, also, I like the part where he's like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm trying to save you, honey. Mm -hmm. I felt like that was a throwaway line. Yes. Um, uh, I, I enjoyed the part where she um, calls it, she goes, cute kid, when, when, uh, when they're talking about... Uh, when they're explaining like uh, he's like it's like i traded your brain my brain for those muscles yeah it's like a shit deal and then she's like cute she like she had this very she had warmth about her in those scenes now the biggest um downside in this movie mm -hmm. is the late is catherine my is catherine keener as maya sorian yeah who i'm assuming is supposed to be like sauron but it's sorian which is just a very hard name to pronounce she uh she plays the evil bad guy and i just i think i wrote on here i wrote uh 
evil mom because <laughs> she just looks like a, a mom she just looks like a mom mm -hmm. she does not look evil she can't portray evil they put her in all black and they put her in like a billowy cloak type uh, garment mm -hmm. uh blair um i forget her name the uh the blair lady who played uh Blair Bonnet, no, not Bonnet. Uh, she's from Fringe, and she plays the the leader of Massive Dynamic, who's not a bad guy, but mm -hmm. has some scenes where she plays kind of a ruthless CEO. She would have been a better fit in this role, mm -hmm. um, but she, she they probably would have thought she was too old now. So I I actually would have liked it if the if the guy who played Christos, the Alex Malari Jr., if he had been the yeah. main bad guy, uh, he had a little bit more charisma in my in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the rest of the movie's characters are kind of inconsequential. Uh, if there was one thing I liked, it was that him and that the two Adams did have chemistry. This would have fallen apart yeah. if they didn't have chemistry while dealing with each other, mm -hmm. uh, going back and forth with young Adam trying to come to terms with what it means to talk to your older self and older Adam trying yeah. to figure this out while still being Ryan Reynolds but not as Ryan Reynolds as Ryan yeah. Reynolds tends to be. Meaning the, the scene where the, there's a scene where um, Big Adam goes to a bar mm -hmm. and sees his mom there and he like talks to her. Mm -hmm. That scene was quite good and it could have been very bad. Yeah. Okay. Uh, not, okay, not quite good. It could have been much, much worse than it was. Mm -hmm. um, were there any scenes that stuck out to you? Other than like the whole time travel thing and racing the memory. Mm -hmm. So you don't remember there was time travel included. I kind of like the part where like the bar part that you were talking about where he interrupts the mom because she's talking to the bartender and she's like i don't know how to deal with him because and ever since his father passed away like he's a whole different kid and there's that great scene mm -hmm. where uh he's like him and right like about the time they like the two adams meet when he goes he goes hey mm -hmm. she you have her she doesn't have anyone yeah that was where ryan reynolds shined like that yeah. he got more emotion out of that than i've seen from him in a lot of the roles he does yeah like the scenes where he's kind of lecturing his younger self mm -hmm. on how to treat his mother is where he shines in this movie. Yeah, I thought those were the best parts because, like, um, I feel like Ryan uh, Ryan does like emotional parts better, and he does the comedy parts okay. See, I think he's better at comedy and mm -hmm. emotional stuff isn't his strong suit, but I think he pulled it off better in this. This might be a... Uh, a uh, I mean, in this movie sense. In this, okay, yeah. Okay. I mean, like, um, in this movie sense, in other movie sense, yeah, like, his comedy is really good, but... In this movie, his emotional parts I thought were really good because uh, mm -hmm. because it's clearly meant for younger people. Yeah. It wouldn't have worked with the type of comedy that Ryan Reynolds typically employs. Yeah. So I think that's a credit to the director Sean mm -hmm. Levy. Sean Levy. Sean Levi. I'm assuming yeah. it's Levi. Or it might be Levy. Uh, who, uh, by the way, if uh, we're going to go back to this afterwards, uh, is being tapped to direct. Uh, Deadpool 3. Nice. Uh, so if you don't know, this is the same guy who directed Free Guy. Mm -hmm. I love... If you guys haven't seen Free Guy, go watch... I believe it's on Disney+. Plus. Go watch Free Guy. It is... Uh, it's also a, on Hulu. Is it? Okay. Mm -hmm. It's a very, very good example of what Ryan Reynolds and this director can do. Uh, I, it's it's deeper and it's got more emotional resonance than this movie, but I do think that this movie is worth is worth a watch. Uh, I enjoyed the color palette. There's a, mm -hmm. It's this very classic... Hollywood, uh, deep blues and bright, yeah. or, or I'm sorry, and saturated oranges. Uh, the the whole of the um, the house that they live in, mm -hmm. which is this beautiful house, I believe that's probably a set. Yeah, that whole thing is probably a set. That whole wooded area, uh, but it's beautifully done. Uh, even though it looks like a set, I, I did like the look of it. 
Uh, if you go to this article, um, it says Netflix's The Adam Project Review, uh, Sean Levi. I, I really need to know if it's Levy or if it's... Uh, I think it's Levi. I think it's Levy. I think it's Levy. Well... Because Levi is like L-E-V-I. I think Levy with well, a Y. I have seen people spell their name with a Y before. I'm going to go with Levy for okay, now. Let's and then do if we, Levy. And we'll check later and maybe I'll, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll eat crow later. It says time travel blockbuster wins with heart and humor for everyone. And I think that's the number one thing here is this is mm -hmm. meant for all audiences. There's almost no um, divisive messaging. There's yeah. one um, annoying line where uh, Sorian goes, well, in all fairness, the environment was toast already. Yeah. <laughs> Bite me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bite me. Uh, we get it. You had to like it felt like a production note. Yeah. Uh, in the first in the first collaboration of the 2021 runaway hit Free Guy, director Sean Levy and star Ryan Reynolds struck comedy gold, and they didn't waste any time finding opportunities to reunite. With the script of the Adam Project making its way to the pair, while their video game centric action movie was still waiting to hit theaters, jumping onto a second project is a true way to test a partnership like the Le Levy Reynolds machine, as it Aww. tests the possibility of a fluke. And it's safe to say that their sophomore effort proves that the director action pair knows how to craft a cinematic good time i would say that uh free guy is more of a pg-13 yeah. and up movie and this is like a uh tv y a uh you know young kids maybe up to like like 13 and over will like free guy yeah. under 13 is probably more the target demographic mm -hmm. for this movie uh <laughs> i just i enjoyed it uh the the young actor uh scoble is, is that what it was it's Walker scoble something S Sco uh scoble yeah he, he reminded me of Haley joe osmond um for, if you've never seen the sixth sense go see the sixth sense mm -hmm. he has he has a similar look to, to Haley joe osmond uh i i would have liked to have seen more of zoe saldana mm -hmm. in that role maybe maybe their chemistry would have been better fleshed out with more scenes now i will say that their their chemistry when they do the the time travel bit yeah. in the beginning was meh yeah. But their chemistry when they're doing the scene at the very end, mm -hmm. when it's the scene where he realizes that they've done this before mm -hmm. and they're in the classroom, I thought it was great yeah. in that scene. I thought they I like that scene. She more. had much she she felt much more warm and connected to him mm -hmm. than they did in the earlier scenes. Yeah. Well, I felt like the scene where she's introduced, I felt like it was pushed on. Like it didn't yeah. make sense to me. Because she peered out of nowhere. Yeah. And like I felt like because she's four years ahead of him. Yes. So I wish like they aged her up four years. Well, she's a little bit old. I, I mean, I don't know how old. Uh, I, I mean, I don't think that much would have changed looks wise there. I, I do think like maybe there would have been more uh, emotional. Uh, uh, maybe they would have been more emotionally distant after that yeah. much time apart. But I guess that's supposed to be played as like a. Uh, this is the depths of our love yeah. for each other that nothing has changed in four years. Like mm -hmm. I said, I do wish there had been more of the guy who played Christos, mm -hmm. the the Alex Malari. He was great as just like your uh, number two henchman villain, yeah. but he had a lot of charisma. I liked him a lot. Uh, and then the young, I, I didn't even notice that they did a, a younger, I, I noticed that there was a younger Saurian. I yeah. thought they de-aged the original actress, but they used a younger person, which is mm -hmm. Lucy Guest. They do do the thing where um, evil outdoes itself at the end. Yeah. Uh, evil kills itself because mm -hmm. she shoots the gun at yeah. the, and then the bullet hits her. Oh, that scene. I didn't like what Mark Ruffalo said. He was like, it pays to be a nerd. Or no, he's like, he's like, you just didn't get the science. Or like, mm -hmm. memories is like, you didn't get the the science. And I'm like, as soon as I heard the science, I'm like, Ugh. 
I don't know. I'm just that stuff is stupid. I wish but they didn't include it, but they did. Whatever. I, I would have liked more Jennifer Garner as the mom. I, I love <laughs> the scene. I loved it. I maybe it's because I love her. I've been rewatching Alias for the last couple of months on and off, and I love that show. I love Jennifer Garner. I think she's got a lot of warmth about her in this role. Uh, I, I liked it. So I, I would. I, no. What, what what was me? Meh. I, I thought they put were it good. into words, woman. I thought they were good, but um, I thought like the amount of screen time she had was okay. Like it was a good amount. Okay. Yeah. I I guess maybe I would have liked to see her be more involved. Like maybe she gets involved in the yeah, in like the plot? instead of Mark Ruffalo because plot twist, Mark Ruffalo appears out of time. Yes. Like no, no, not out of time. Like the... he's in a different time period. I wish like. Instead of that, like they replace him with Jennifer Garner, so she like she understands like why her son is acting out a certain way. Yep. And why is this stranger like all of a sudden appearing into her life? It was it was uh, like like I said that scene where they're at the bar together could have gotten really weird. Yeah. But it didn't, uh, which I liked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I I do think there's a fantastic argument to be made here about. Um, this is going to sound weird, yeah. but they, they talk about um, uh, about Sorian and how she never started a family. Yeah, and she's like her legacy is all she has. There's yeah. some there's some arguments to be made that that could be kind of anti-feminist in a way because they're like you never started a family, mm -hmm. you never uh, you know, all you have is this company, and so there's kind of this legacy of emptiness mm -hmm. that goes with becoming a fortune 500 ceo and mm -hmm. it turns her evil in the end because she, she becomes the bad guy mm -hmm. so i i think there's a, a something to be said about the message that could have been said uh, well with a that. lot of women like at her age they're more miserable than anything well, if yeah. you do the research like a lot of them are more miserable and most of them how she's portrayed she's more cranky than anything yeah and like hannah claire did say this when we had her last time a lot of business women they're cutthroat Yep. So maybe that might have added more why she was more evil. But I didn't understand why she wanted the whole device. What was the device again? I forgot. The it was it was whatever created time travel. That the machine yeah. in that thing was like it's how they how time travel gets discovered. Mm -hmm. uh, I will say okay. Um, a good contrast to that to yeah. her character is the mom. Did you do you remember the conversation that Jennifer Garner that the mom has mm -hmm. with her husband? Yeah. When he's like, I'm going to take the day off work. Mm -hmm. And she's like, who are you? Like, that's a great back and forth they have yeah. where she's like, you don't need to be perfect. You just need to be there. You just need to be there for mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Then and she's a loving, caring mom mm -hmm. there. It's not portrayed as as if she's any less for wanting to be a loving, caring mom. Yeah. I loved it. I, I, I feel like this is a good, heartfelt, heartwarming family story mm -hmm. that has time travel and some um, average to maybe middling cgi as a backdrop yeah. for a family story and uh i i think they could have done better the with mark maybe mark ruffalo if mark ruffalo didn't play the same like, it's that flustered kind mm -hmm. of he's kind of all over the place i didn't like that aspect of it like maybe mm -hmm. if he had been a little bit more closed off yeah. rather than goofy it mm -hmm. would have played better to me but it is what it is. I think that this was a good... I don't think they need to make a sequel. No. I do not think that... If this movie does well, I don't think you need to tell... I don't think there's more story mm -hmm. to be told here. But I do like the idea of making more movies like this movie. Mm -hmm. So I think this movie was good as it is. Yeah, it doesn't need to be more than that. But it doesn't I, need to be more than that. I could live without it. 
either or. Man, I, I guess I'm just I'm so like excited by things that aren't uh, woke or politically correct or yeah. not even politically the things that are just chock full of messaging that a good old fashioned family sci fi movie is all I really need. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. For me, I'm like good. And there's a good movie that you can watch. Yes, I recommend this movie more than Turning Red. Turning Red upsetted me. <laughs> uh, you didn't. You, oh, so you did watch it. No, I watch clips online because people oh, you, are like... You don't know. You might love it. You might love it. I don't know. Like, I don't like the main character already. I'm already, like, over her. I'm, like, already over it. I'm, like... The picture of all the kids protesting was kind of goofy to me. Well, like, also, yeah, the girl, the one that I told you looks like a girl, you're like, no, that's a boy. It is a girl because, like, they already sell... They're already selling out merchandise, and her name is, like, Marina or something. Okay. You were right. Mm -hmm. You were it's right. It's a girl. I thought it was a boy. Uh, maybe it's a girl questioning herself. Could I be. I don't know. Could be. Or she's a girl that's non-conforming. That, that might be it. Mm -hmm. All right. Podluck. Yay. Podluck. This first story is very, very cool. Mm -hmm. uh, Christian, uh, the Chicago Bears' Christian Jones launches comics featuring historical African figures. Nice. This is a very cool idea. One of the things we talked about... Um, whenever we get into this debate about uh, race swapping characters mm -hmm. uh, in superhero movies and all these things, is we say, why don't they make a Static Shock movie? Why isn't there more of Steel? Yeah. Why don't they tell more stories based on on historical figures, mm -hmm. uh, on historically well, African American figures? This is a good example of how they can move in that direction. Okay, African American, yes, but um, I was about to tell you, like, no, um, in Japan they release an anime talking about the first black samurai. Yeah. I told you about that. Yep. Yosuke, like they're they already have like one season out, and I, I think like there's a lot of good reviews on it. I need to look for it and watch it. It looks aesthetically pleasing, mm -hmm. but um, I think he's not the only one. There's like another guy that's creating a comic book based on Hawaiian people too. That's cool. Historical Hawaiian people. That's a that, mm -hmm. that's what we need to do. We need to instead of just uh, race and gender swapping every character. Yeah from uh european folklore mm -hmm. we need to tell other people's stories which is a beautiful thing like well, a, a lot of people get mad at us mm -hmm. when we're like actually i'm like i'm one of those people that falls in the camp is like mm -hmm. I, race swapping characters doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people mm -hmm. as long as you don't market it that way and yeah. talk about how you're saving humanity by mm -hmm. doing this because you're not you're doing the bare minimum if yeah. anything you're tokenizing characters and giving people second helpings mm -hmm. of something that's already been done yeah. you're not saving anyone by doing that but it doesn't bother me when they do it if they leave it alone and don't talk about it yeah but in this case this i am okay with uh, that marketing yeah. i this is i i want them to market this because i want more people to know that this is going on mm -hmm. and you're telling different stories and that's a beautiful thing yeah so it says the chicago bears website has a has word of a member of the football team who is heritage from africa and uh, with a new graphic novel set during the roman empire period seeking to learn more about his heritage bears linebacker christian jones took a dna test that yielded some interesting results some intriguing results mm -hmm. jones discovered that his mother's side of the family hailed from nigeria uh Descending from the Yoruba ethnic group, the Yoruba people are linked with the Nubians, which is a modern day, Sud which is modern day Sudan. And there's a, mm -hmm. I'm assuming oh that's God. where the character of Nubia is from. Yeah. If you watch the boys, like the new animated series, um, the boys diabolical, uh, diabolical, there's two characters. There's Nubia and then Nubia, like King, um, King of Nubians and like they're both married to each other so okay. I was like really curious I thought they made up a name but I didn't know it was the actual place well there's also a, a, a Wonder Woman character named Nubia yeah the, so the, the I think that... that's kind of interesting they're doing more of that because I thought it was like a fake name that mm. people made up yep 
No, it's not. Mm -hmm. So it says, I was always curious growing up where my family roots were, Joan said. I took an ancestry test and I was able to get more details on exactly where my mom's side of the family was from. After I found that out, I started looking up stories from that area, finding out the history. I kind of went down a rabbit hole and started seeing all these cool African stories Mm -hmm. that I had never heard about. Easy to share some of those untold tales, eager to share some of those untold tales. Jones and his wife, Liz, this month launched a multimedia company, Lynn Mari. Uh, Lin Mari Media, which plans to chronicle the stories of historical African characters, society, and culture through comic books, podcasts, animation, short films, and documentaries. Mm-hmm. The company's first project is a three-part series book entitled Queen Amaranus, uh, Amaranus, uh, mm-hmm. Protector of Nubia. So uh, maybe we'll check. The, uh, it says Queen Amaranus was. Uh, is it Am? Um, I'm in. Am I saying we'll, that right? We'll I'm in figure Arena's? out. Yeah. Later. So, like I said, it's new. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Uh, was the queen of the kingdom of Kush from 40 BC to 10 BC? Despite being blind in one eye, she fearlessly led Kushite armies against the Romans in a war that lasted from 27 BC to 22 BC. Dude, I, I feel blind the te- in one eye. Yeah. That's almost similar to you and me because, like, <laughs> sorry, I De- me deaf in one ear, <laughs> blood, and then horrible vision. Yeah. yeah. Well, my left eye is worse than my right eye, so I kind of get where it's coming from. I think it's a little different mm-hmm. than being uh, completely blind, but uh, okay, the real question is, have you led an army into battle? No, which nope. I think is super cool because, like, you don't get a lot of, like, women's stories. Like, the most you'll get is, like, Supergirl or Superwoman, Batgirl, Batwoman, and then, like, No, Wonder I think you Woman. get a lot of women's stories. They're just, they tend to be based on historically Politics. male characters. Yeah. Well, no, no, uh, like, I mean, like, original, fresh things. Yes. Uh, well, we're getting a Cleopatra movie this year. But I don't care about it. Yes. Well, you don't? Why not? Because, Actually, I don't know like, if that's this year. It's probably, I think that got pushed because of... The reason uh, why I say I don't care about it because, like, we already done it. We okay. already done a Cleopatra movie with well, Elizabeth yeah, Taylor. Then the idea is mm-hmm. to do new things. Yeah. Uh, so like, I want new things. I, I want stuff that's, like, pulled out of the Bible or, like, folklore like this. Mm-hmm. Historical things. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of things in history we don't know about. And people refuse to talk about it. And people, like, uh, or there's Jones. just no money mm-hmm. in there's no money in telling those stories because some focus yeah. group tells you uh, no we need to retell this story because yeah. there's more we don't have to dump as much into advertising because that story has Cleopatra is such a, a name mm-hmm. that everybody's even if you know nothing about Cleopatra you've heard the name Cleopatra before Ugh. so it says I feel that the telling of the story of Queen Amarinus uh, was an uplifting story to hear. Amonoranus. Amonoranus. You'll gonna, figure it out later. Yes. Uh, will be an uplifting story to hear, especially back in the time you don't hear a lot of women queens who actually fight in battle and led nations. So that really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. So, like, this is one of those things. It will be instantly paraded as being woke We're, identity politics, mm-hmm. but I'm okay with this because it's new mm-hmm. and you're telling a story of, of a previously untold it's a story that we haven't heard from yet and that's awesome mm-hmm. it's absolutely a part of history worth telling and learning but no doubt the mainstream publishers and all their political correctness would never draw inspiration from a story like this nor the continent it occurred upon that is why it's up to independents like this guy's company to develop stories like queen uh, for com- for comicdom jones mm-hmm. is doing everyone excellence an excellent service with a history inspired story that definitely there's definitely something to learn from wait where can we read this because i'm kind of curious now i know there's a link to it but i want an actual website so people know where you can find it this is uh amazon amazon so you can get it on kindle for $1.99 not bad so i mean i don't use kindle but i don't know if there's a printed edition of this 
they might because like some people like physical copies more in comics people prefer physical mm -hmm. copies so this is i just think this is very cool and i would like to see more of this focusing on telling new stories mm -hmm. about uh other figures in history that uh, might not typically get inspired yeah. you know like i said this is going to be labeled by a lot of like the the critics who probably fall closer to our side of the aisle in a lot of things, yeah. it will be immediately labeled as uh, politically correct and, and woke. But in fact, it's not because you're telling a new story uh, and you don't necessarily put down another group by telling one group's story. Yeah. So we will see where this goes. Mm -hmm. And then we have one more thing to talk about today. We've got President-elect <laughs> uh, President of Chile receives a Squirtle as administration's, as administration's starter Pokemon. I thought that was so cute. I saw this story and I was like, how wholesome is this? He looks so happy. Yeah, because he was like, what is this? And he sees like a Pokeball and he's like, what? So is that like the, is that Japan's ambassador there? Uh, let's keep it on says, reading. Oh yeah, Minister Mr. of State of Foreign Affairs mm -hmm. of Japan, Kiyoshi Odawara, yeah. gifted the Pokemon to President-elect Boric. The new president of Chile received a Squirtle as administration starter Pokemon. President-elect Gabriel Boric font uh, has welcomed guests as he settled into his new role ahead of his inauguration tomorrow, mm -hmm. including the Minister of State of Foreign Affairs of Japan, Kiyoshi Adawara. Adawara brought President-elect Boric a unique gift, a plush Squirtle, when the two met in Santiago. Oh, it's so cute. And it's wholesome, too, because, like, when he opened it, he's like, this oh, is cute. Like if you click, video. okay, guys. Yeah, if, if you, you click click're listening, I'm sorry. Uh, we're we're watching this video. So the video basically. There's a pokeball, mm -hmm. and then uh, they open it here. This is very adorable. And then um, he posted on his personal Instagram, and oh, it's got like a, yeah, like you, <laughs> yeah, I have one. That's amazing. I have one of like um from Generation Five, I think, black and white. Mm -hmm. I've somebody can correct me but it's um the pig the fire pig okay and i got one and i was like this is so cool okay so it says the 36 year old boric previously shared that he's a fan of the anime and water type pokemon was his starter of choice oh that's so cute when he so played, they did research on him when he played the original games well that I mean yeah like, that means that to give that to give uh, odawara a raise my friend uh so it says uh when he, so when he played the original games uh water pokemon was his uh starter choice which makes him weird. Yeah. It's a little bit weird to yeah, not choose Brett fire. Yeah, I but, choose fire type. Yeah, it's a, that's a little bit weird. That's mm -hmm. all right. You're, you're allowed. Uh, he's the president uh, of Chile. What am I, who am I to say that he's wrong? Mm -hmm. He wrote on Instagram, I will travel all across the land searching far and wide. Thank you, Japan, for this squirtle. <laughs> Boric wrote the vote against the opponent uh, cast. Okay, yeah. So that's just political. I just thought you would get a huge kick out of this. Mm -hmm. And it is a very, uh, it's an adorable video. It's adorable and it's wholesome yep. because this world needs more wholesomeness. You are correct. Mm -hmm. we, should, we should start to do more like wholesome topics. Like at least wholesome one news. wholesome news. Mm -hmm. Like those are, I, I, I most of my Instagram mm -hmm. that I follow, it's dog channels, and pet babies. channels. No, no babies. Dog channels, pet channels, and like wholesome news channels mm -hmm. like uh, Tank's Good News. Uh, and then, yeah, there's nothing but good news channels for me. Cause it's like, mm -hmm. you know what? Social media is such an awful cesspool of depressingness mm -hmm. that you need, uh, that you need those channels. Yeah. Uh, good. The good news movement is a good one. But I thought it was so cute because he's like, it's a squirtle. It's very adorable. Yeah. I, uh, oh, oh, and I've been following a lot of Calvin and Hobbes art channels that, that, po that post old Calvin mm -hmm. and Hobbes, uh, cartoons. Um, and I just bought a new piece of Calvin and Hobbes, mm -hmm. like a, an, an Etsy piece where it's Calvin uh, and Hobbes, except for it's in the movie Predator, mm -hmm. when he says, get the 
get the chopper. Yeah. Get the get to the Who chopper. Who says that? Calvin or Hobbs? Calvin mm-hmm. says it, and he's got the yeah. It's it's. I can't wait for it to come. So I'm very excited this about that. This is gonna be fun. This was very cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, if you were to gift uh, a starter Pokemon to someone, we would you pick for them or would you let them pick? No, I want to hear because I feel like they did research and I kind of want to know like yeah. what is their favorite thing. Yep. So you got to ask them like what's your what if somebody says Mewtwo? Oh, that'd be cool, but um I, I only I only I'm only I'm only I only cared up till the first 150. Mm-hmm. I never I never paid attention after that. Well, there's more now. I I I grew out of it. Mm-hmm. But there's more. Miracle loves it. Mm-hmm. I think it's super cool and like uh I watch game theory talk about this because markiplier was talking about which pokemon he was smash or pass <laughs> that's a little creepy i don't know it's a weird trend right now and he like didn't say, uh, i was assuming this would be a misty conversation where he's talking about misty no it's no. pokemon okay and then like um matt pat made a pokemon for him that could be his ideal pokemon because apparently he concluded um I didn't know Markiplier was from Hawaii, maybe because I wasn't like a big fan of his growing up, but he's from Hawaii. So Matt Pat was like, he's from Hawaii. So he likes girls that are a little bit sturdy, feminine, but still can hold themselves. Feminine, but sturdy. <laughs> yeah. Can hold themselves in battle. Um, He likes the color purple a lot. He likes feminine features. And then they made a cat that looks like an Egyptian god. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Mm hmm. I, I don't know. I thought, now you just want somebody to make a Pokemon for you. Well, um, it's easy to choose Pokemons for me because my favorite Pokemon is Eevee and all the evolutions. I really love it. Like, I almost have, like, a collection of it. So You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I love Eevee. It's like a cute little fox dog. There you go. And um, But if you can't find me Eevee, I really like Psyduck and Slowpoke because they're the derpy ones. I like Psyduck. Psyduck is so cute. Yes, he is. I have one that's Mr. Quackerson's. Of course you do. <laughs> it's so cute. Of course you do. And it was from like, um, I think from... I'm when... buying you a coffin. Oh, I love that. I bet. Yeah, I love like the derpy looking ones. Excluding the new starter. Because usually the new starters, um, I always choose fire type no matter what. It kind of grew up on me. Like Makes grew sense. up, I mean... It grew on me because like Charlie, he said, no, it's an apple crocodile. And I'm like, I don't want no apple crocodile. And I was like, you know what? It's kind of cute. Well, maybe the president of Chile can get you to, to like um, water Pokemon. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Miracle, thank you so yeah. much today. That was fun. Yeah, was it fun. was fun. You get to end with Pokemon. So it's never Pokemon, a bad day. Pokemon and it's wholesome news, you guys. Yes. If you want more wholesome news, we'll try to figure it out and find it We're somewhere. about to pass 13K on YouTube. Oh really? Uh, that's tw- fun. Twelve point nine. So mm-hmm. we're we're doing pretty well. We're moving up. Yay! We're that's fun. Having fun doing mm-hmm. this show five days a week. And then, by the way, starting next week, uh, Shane Cashman will be our son. Will be our guest for the Monday episodes. He will be here to uh, talk movies, talk mm-hmm. news, all this stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. We've Which got... is funny and ironic because he doesn't own a TV. But he but he's always up on pop culture. And yeah. He, well, he goes to movies. Uh, mm-hmm. But so we've got that. So we're going to have Shane. He's going to be Mondays. Mm-hmm. We've got. Uh, Hannah Claire will be Tuesdays and Thursdays, and mm-hmm. on Wednesdays we've got uh, Fair Lydia. So mm-hmm. we will be having a a full schedule yeah. of guests. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I hesitate to call them guest hosts now; mm-hmm. they're just kind of hosts, but it's like yeah. rotating hosts. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fun. Yes, mm-hmm. Miracle. Why don't you share with everyone your social media so they know where to find you? I don't have social media because it rots your brain. That I, I'm a bigger fan of the original 
Uh, I, I know like, yeah. it, that one was messy. We'll turn back to finger the guns. Yeah. Finger guns. Okay, guys, if you want to rot your brain with me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. Uh, for the show, please go to the YouTube channel. We are about to pass thirteen thousand, if we are lucky, very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to the video, subscribe, subscribe to Pop Culture Crisis there. Uh, watch the videos, like the videos, leave comments on the videos. I've, I've actually read some of the comments mm-hmm. lately. I've braved the comment section. They've actually yeah. been quite nice uh the last few weeks so Mm -hmm. i uh thank you for that so leave comments watch videos feedback all that stuff and then also when if you want to see the full episode go into the description box of any of those youtube videos uh it gives you a link to the spotify playlist the spotify playlist is where it's the best way to watch the to listen to the podcast it's the full episode unabridged start to finish i really think that that is the best way to watch it it's not just spotify though you can also listen to it on amazon amazon prime on amazon uh music on apple podcasts and on pandora uh for social media please follow us on twitter at pop culture underscore show on facebook and on tiktok is where you can make dane very happy by following us there at pop culture crisis and we will be back with a new episode tomorrow see you then guys bye bye Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.